Everybody, welcome to Smite Me. This is the podcast where we reread the Torah from the beginning to see if it's any good. Um, this week, I thought it was pretty exciting, but we'll get to that. I'm with my co-hosts, Ayani Hayashi. Hey there. And Josh Marcus. What's up, guys? And our guest today is, um, I believe, the king of alt comedy. It's Ben Wasserman. Hmm. Hi. Thank you for having me. The king of comedy. Wow. Alt comedy. And the alt uh, comedy. The- Five million listeners at home can't see this, but Ben has a very petite but still mighty microphone. Yeah, it's very small. It's very cute, and I'm glad that it's not. It's like, like a, a choking hazard. Yeah, it sort of looks <laughs> yeah, like a, you. like you can hold it like a cigarette, but like it flipped. is an oral fixation thing. It's <laughs> it's a cute thing. It's all these things. Yeah. You also have a very. They also can't see this, but you also have a very put together book collection. It looks like yeah, very distinguished zoom background. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, working hard on shelves. You can't, if I move out of the way, you can kind of see it, but there's a bunch of wood on our dining room table that'll be more shelves for our cats to be on. Nice. But nice. Yeah. I'm putting that out on the podcast, so that means now I have to That's make it. true. Them. Accountability is a huge thing for us, so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. good. Um, so I, I didn't realize this, but Ben, you said you have like... Like you, you went to Jewish school your whole life, and you're like, 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 yeah. uh, what kind of Jewish school? Day school. Like, I went to uh, day school for you know elementary school, so we had a split curriculum of you know secular shit like science, social studies, <laughs> whatever, but also Torah and Hebrew and Jewish history and shit like that, and then also went to Camp Ramah for a few summers. I would say shout out, but I had a less than ideal time at sleepaway camp, I think. And then I went to a, a Jewish uh, high school. So a Shek- your classic Schechter, uh, Long Island student. Gotcha. And then I, yeah. And then I taught Jewish culture, history, whatever, in community centers and stuff and camps for a few so years. So you're a certified Jew, basically. Certified Jew. Uh, seven, for sure. Seven days of Jew. Yeah, yeah. It even says uh, so on your high school diploma. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah, to the extent that diplomas are legal documents, I am legally a Jew, uh, as Jewish as you could be. I haven't been as active and forced a lot of it out of my brain. I think after the the long, long time that I was in it. Um, so this will be fun for me to like kind of just rehash things and get back into questioning why I absolutely um, lost faith and stuff. I have a question though. Are the, were the schools? Would you say that they were kind of like more on the reform kind of casual or no? Oh <laughs> no. So th- this was growing up in a th- as best as you can describe it would be like Reconstructionist family. Okay, uh, but in predominantly all conservative Jewish settings. So 
it was like culture shock in in an institutional level because all the institutions I was going to and participating in were a lot more conservative in terms of Judaism. Well, I mean, like it was like the American conservative, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, gotcha. But at home, we were uh, very much, yeah, not reform, but reconstructionist. So it was like, it was a weird dynamic for sure. Because it was always like, well, we don't actually believe this stuff at home or whatever. Was there like an expectation that when you went to the conservative school, you just would kind of like keep your head down and like do it their way, I guess? I mean, I guess that's... Uh, Yeah, I guess for the most part. I mean, like, you know, because if you think of like American conservative Judaism, for the most part, it's still just, you know, they're not like... Orthodox, you can't visually tell if someone's conservative, right? Right, or there are like subtler tells. There are much subtler tells. I don't. I mean, like most of the people there were either like, "Yup, we're conservative," and to a T, or whatever. Like to the extent that any of these identifiers actually help you understand what people are like. But like, they were either like. Yep, we're going to be super conservative. Or they just didn't give a fuck, and it was like, I want my kids to be in a Jewish school. Right. A lot of times I Um, feel like it's just because it's not public school. Because I also went to a Jewish high school, and for certain families it definitely seemed like it was that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like a—that's its own weird dynamic, I think. Um, Whatever. I mean, it happened. I can't (laughs) undo it. That's kind of how— I think our general consensus is on growing up Jewish. We're like, well, it's already it's already over, so we might as well do a podcast about it. You know, right? Try no, to... that makes total sense. I've been wondering, like, okay, how will I raise my children? But y'all got how do we? You'll do just a show them this podcast, right? Um, oh, that's helpful. Yeah, this is at the you know at the core of it. This is just a parenting podcast for anyone. <laughs> it's all <who's>... about parenting. <laughs> Well, I'm expecting four shelves. That's <laughs> the best I could do. Just make sure you're not too hard on them, okay? They're trying their best. That's my only That's advice. True. Do you want me to do you want to do this summary of this little golden calf episode of Exodus? Yeah, it's um, it's um yeah, I think let's let's hop into it and let's get all, right. all on the same page here. So when we last left off, God was up on the mount. Moses was up on the mount with God. And God was telling him a bunch of horribly boring shit about what, what, how to build the temple and what kind of robes everyone's supposed to be wearing. So we kind of enter that same situation. God is telling Moses all about like cinnamon and myrrh and how to, there should be 500 cinnamons and 250 myrrhs. Um, and... Then we cut back to the bottom of the mountain, and Moses has been gone for a while, and the people are freaking out, and they're like, Aaron, can you make us a um, big, shiny idol? We would like an idol, please. We want to do some idol worship. And he's like, you got it. One shiny idol coming right up. So he makes that for them, and then they're having, they're worshiping it, and there's this kind of funny moment where Aaron says, like, tomorrow let's do a celebration for, God, for Adonai, huh? You know, let's, uh, <laughs> he, like, tries to steer them steer them back on course, um, but it doesn't go that well. They ha- they're having, frankly, the most fun that we've ever seen them have. Um, so we cut back to the top of the mountain, and God is- tells Moses, like, hey, uh, just so you know, they're worshiping an idol down there. 
and um, I'm probably going to have to kill them all and make new ones, but you'll still be the guy. And Moses is like, no, don't kill them. Part of his reasoning for not wanting to kill them is that he thinks it would be like like embarrassing in to, for the Egyptians to find out about that, that like he like they freed the slaves and then like a month later, God kills all of them. But anyway, so my God is like, fine, I won't kill them. Um, so Moses goes down the mountain and he sees what they're doing. And I guess he'd already heard it, but seeing it with his own eyes just made him really, really pissed off. So he throws the tablets on the ground and they shatter. And then he just like goes off on the people. He goes off on on Aaron for letting this happen. He smashes the idol into like a powder, right? And makes the people drink it, the people who were worshiping it, which is kind of cool. Um <laughs> It's just <laughs> very metal. Um, and then it's also kind of like that one South Park episode where Cartman makes that kid eat his parents, you know, with the chili. Anyway. Um, Cultural touchstone. Thank you. And then, oh, and then God, and then Moses kind of announced to the whole people like, okay, if you're like a good person who, a good Jew who believes in God, come with me. And all of like the Levites go with him or whatever. And then he's like, okay, we're going to kill everyone else. So they kill like 3,000 people. And then... There's a whole, there's a bunch more rules where God tells them all about the tent of meeting, meeting, whatever that means, and like, kind of just gives them more rules on like you can't have idols, don't do idols. Um, God has Moses redo the tablets, um, and there's a very funny line where he's like, "Make it just like the last ones, the ones that you shattered." <laughs> um, and then God gives them a bunch more rules and instructions, and how they have to destroy. Any idol worshiper they come in contact with. Moses stays up on the mountain. This is a little out of order, sorry. Mo then it ends with Moses stays up on the mountain with him for 40 days and 40 nights and doesn't eat or drink the whole time. And then when God, when Moses goes back to the Israelites, his face is glowing and everyone's like, whoa, trippy. Um, and that's my summary of this chapter. Beautiful. Um, well, I guess... Anything – before we kind of go a little bit bit by bit, is there anything kind of big and grand or kind of overarching themes? God damn it. I said it again. Um, that uh, that you kind of – anyone pulled out of this little gem of a chapter, a couple chapters? Bad lesson, right, that we have to just like destroy idol – I don't know. Wow. There's so much here. First of all, um, very funny for like Aaron to just immediately break immediately and he's supposed to be kind of the non-fuck-up of moses and aaron yeah he's he's kind of been positioned as like he's basically the second holiest boy um <laughs> and then as soon as they're just like can we worship idols now he's like ah who am i to say <laughs> yeah he's like just yeah bring me all your gold and your earrings which we just found out were supposed to be for a big menorah but he they want it for a cow cow's getting a bad rap in this one i mean that's like a pretty chill vibe though what, the dancing around right. a cow? Well, I mean, that for sure. But also just like, I don't know. I think caving is, un it's like, it's caving, but it's also, you know, like, yeah, y'all want to worship a cat? Fuck it. Yeah. Who this is all made up anyway. <laughs> totally. <laughs> the wisest among, like, Aaron was always like the wise, stable, reasonable Per, like the most reasonable thing is to be like, yeah, cow, fuck it. I don't know where my brother is. That's a good point. Yeah. It's, it, I do kind of, I found it hilarious when I first started reading that section too. And the Israelites are just like, well, I'm pretty sure Moses is just gone forever. So 
make us God, please. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's like a funny default. Like, oh, no, this guy's gone. This guy who has us wandering for a shit ton of time. Thank God we found this mountain for like a little bit of shade. Right. Or it's been 40 years with Moses and they're like, well, he's been up there for a month or so. So I think. (laughs) Well, yeah. If if you've been around someone for 40 years and then they're suddenly gone for a month, you got to figure they're dead. It's a a very fair assumption. It's a good point. But also, I guess. Yeah, it's weird that like they're like, okay, our one leader is gone. So instead of. They, like, build a calf instead of, like, I don't know, like, being, like, let's fucking leave. Like, let's go find a place where we can, like, I don't know. I guess God is giving them mana still, in theory. Yeah, and you're on a mountain. You're in the middle of a desert. You got a mountain. Where are you going? Yeah, that's going to be the closest thing to home they've seen in a long time. Well, it's like you got shade. You got uh, shelter. I, I guess that's no different than shade. But, you know, you got a place and it's like that's much easier than just trying to like find some spot in the desert i agree i'm for it golden calf for it i mean like i said they i we've never seen them this happy like i you know what i mean i just want them to follow their bliss and right now like they're oh also there's an orgy there we didn't it's kind of implied that they all fuck each other right great yeah that rules yeah, no, for sure. And it's also not all of them, isn't it? It's like what I re- okay. So what I remember from this is that it's like I don't know what is. There's like a million is uh, slaves that left Egypt or something like that, and then I think there's like a few thousand. Yeah, it's like a hot few thousand that are like, all right, we're gonna do this shit, right? So like most of them don't even participate in this, but then everyone is punished for it going forward isn't that the case well the levites he kind of says he kind of like makes everyone choose a side right he's like if you want to do you want to kill or be killed like because we're killing the the bad the non-believers right now so like time to yeah time to make a call yeah not great um that's the calf would never do that the calf wouldn't do that the calf would the calf would never do that i don't know that's my step pro calf yeah, it was a nice little bit of democracy in action, too. Everyone was just like, we want the cow god. And Aaron was like, who am I to say that you can't have what you want? Masses of the people. Just, and then one yeah, fucking dickhead Not even down. the masses. Yeah. Not even the masses. That's, like, actually so cool. Now that I'm thinking about it more and more, it is so cool that this guy heard, like, 3,000 people be like, hey, we want to do this thing. And he was just like, Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That makes sense. Like, okay, you do. It's like fucked up that it was like other people's jewelry and gold and shit that they used for it, right? Like that was part of it is that it was but like they had, Yeah, they had of, already stolen it. So, I mean. So whose right, is it really? That's got its own. <laughs> yeah. I like how it keeps talking about how they're stiff-necked. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. Wait, okay. I just passed a note that I think is important to bring up. I just wrote down that Moses is Kevin Spacey. Not fuck, not Kevin Spacey. Kevin Bacon in Footloose. Um, Just like (laughs) no singing, no dancing, no fun. Because he's like a a billion years old and he just climbed up a mountain. He's fucking crotchety as fuck. And now he's all the way back down and he sees people having fun and he's like, I hate the youth. Yeah, Moses sucks. Boomer shit. Fuck that. Moses is absolutely an okay boomer. I feel like also, uh, though, I feel like his, um, he sort of didn't want to be the guy in the first place. He's sort of like, eh, I don't really talk that well. Like, can my brother help me? 
And then after they left Egypt, like he was kind of like the head guy that people complained to and was like, eh, I'm not really good at this. I'm going to ask like for some help doing this. And now like, I feel like he just also is a bit like hapless, I guess. Like he just kind of can't put it all together. Well, it is also his idea to do the genocide. At the end. Right. The fact that True. he tells God, like, don't kill everyone. And then he sees it with his own eyes. And he's like, nah, we're actually everyone. kill everyone. That's true. Good point. Okay. So <laughs> if you want to hop to the, to the very beginning, uh, and then start to work our way through, most of the rules are, are pretty, eh, but I did notice it was interesting that, um, the very first like line of the chapter, they basically, cause it's like in this in betweeny realm of just what are the rules and what are, what is the story? But he starts off what God basically says that like everyone has to, um, pay like a health insurance premium basically to make sure that god doesn't strike them down with a plague which is very interesting where he's like everyone has to give half shekel if you don't want plague um where it's just like oh okay and then right after that he follows it up with like everyone rich and poor pays the same amount of taxes (laughs) (laughs) dude you gotta be regressive man it's just like what a what a lovely two things to pair together as just as a thesis statement for what's going forward yeah, all politics are bullshit. Obviously, <laughs> I feel like also I feel like some Jews have like a kind of sense of superiority because they're like, well, the Catholic Church. I mean, you used to be able to buy your way into heaven with the Pope. It's like, well, I don't oh know. yeah, this we is still like, shit. Give me some money, so yeah, I there's no plague. fucking difference. Yeah. yeah, whenever you give money for any kind of spiritual reward, it's got another name, which is just stealing. <laughs> right. And the best kind, yeah, and the best kind of stealing that you can do from someone is when they willingly give you the stuff. What's the name of that? Is there a show? Am I making it up called Scam Hunters? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you're making it up, or like Scam Hunters. They like, like, I feel like the concept probably exists. Maybe it's just like the it's. It sounds like maybe it's not a show, but it should be a show. But maybe I'm just thinking of, like, the five-minute segment that they'll do on, like, the local news where it's like, we found this dry cleaner was stealing uh, people's clothes and, that like, misplacing them and then selling them on Depop or something <laughs> like that. But it is, like, there should have been one of those for Moses around the time, just someone catching him for Fox 5 or something. Uh, Another note I had is that, like, one of the, the rules he, like, I guess he's already said this, God, but he reiterates, like, you can't work on Shabbat. If you work on Shabbat, like, I'll I'll strike you dead. And, like, um, I just thought that that, it, that seems like what, like, an anti-union, like, pr- presentation's version of a union would be. Like, God, like, <laughs> like, if you went to one of those meetings that Amazon makes people go to where they ha- it's they just, like, tell people, like, this is why unions are bad, like... They'd be like, this is what union leaders are like. You, you try to work on Saturday, make an extra buck, they strike you dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> kill you. Uh, the other thing I noticed, too, that has just been an ongoing theme since God has decided to tell everyone the rules is that God just hates people being stinky. Um, and there's, like, the whole bit that's about all the fucking frankincense and the fucking myrrh and all that fucking garbage that's super boring is just – was pref- uh, prefaced right before it, he goes – if you don't wash your hands and wash your feet in the special copper bowl and whatever, and you approach the tent, not even go into the tent, then I'm fucking pew, zap you. Like, he hates stinky feet. Um, and I also think it's funny that they give you a recipe of something to make and then right afterwards go, don't make it. 
Yep. <laughs> well, it's yeah. this fucked up thing where they're like, they say like anyone who touches this oil will be holy. And, and then you're like, Ooh, like I get to be holy. And then they're like, so don't ever make it you peasant. Cause you are not holy. <laughs> Do not yeah, touch the holy that. oil. It reminded, kind of reminded me of the, like the like tree of knowledge of good and evil or whatever, where it's like, don't if eat you the eat apple. the apple, you will be achieve self-actualization and be enlightened, and you really can't be doing that, or I'll kill you. But then he doesn't even kill them. I mean, yeah, and there's there's a whole bit, too, of the, like, it's kind of setting people up for failure. It's like if uh, someone were to, like, post the recipe to, like, an explosive or something on the internet and be like, but don't make it. Here's how you, mm-hmm. here's the instructions, and here's everything you need, but no, 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 no. Um, Just a fucking TikTok of... Penne ale vodka with a little holy oil. <laughs> uh, we decided we wanted to be holy, so we went to the store and bought myrrh. I don't think I know what myrrh smells like. Do you? Do you guys? And you shall never, ever, ever let it touch your nostril. That's what God says. He says you don't deserve it. I want- no, I'm f- fucking worthless. I don't know what myrrh is. I'm just thinking about then if you suddenly. If somehow you had never smelled it, but you knew what it was supposed to smell like, and then you smelled it, and you're like, "Oh shit! Oh, like I don't want to smell that!" Like, <laughs> yeah, you just start sneezing. Yeah, everywhere, can you? Like, you rockets. can't really take back a smell. You can't. You really cannot take pretty back un- a smell. Can't pretty take back a smell in a way. You can. Can you take back any that's of the so other true. senses? <laughs> I guess that's um, um, a question for another time. <laughs> I guess no, you probably can't, huh? What's that podcast? Have me on that podcast. <laughs> Can you take back your other sentences? Yeah. <laughs> the one where we get high and talk about the universe? Yeah. Um, Love it. Time is, is an illusion. What about when, like, when God is telling Moses, like, I'm about to kill all these people, and Moses is like, come on, remember the good times, Abraham, <laughs> Isaac. We yeah. had fun. Yeah, we had fun when you were killing other people for us, not us. And, and yeah, and as you guys said, you know, it's like a, it's a, Pointing out how killing your own people is a PR problem. Be very bad yeah. for God's brand. Um, I like the fact that they used the word evil to describe what God was about to do. It was like God reconsidered from the evil that God was about to unleash on all the Jews. Um, which Ooh, interesting. Which I feel like is a little bit of a saucy word choice. That is, yeah. yeah. No, that's a good catch. You know, yeah. Um, Someone put that in there. I don't know. One of the writers put it in and was like, before, when God was about to do that super swell thing, and someone was like, I don't think people in the future are going to look at it that way. I feel like it's Have a little... Have you talked about the writer? Oh, no. Go on. Oh, we have... Oh, oh, go ahead. We have talked about... We refer to the writer's room sometimes and, like, what we think is going on. We don't on know there. the actual, like, facts around, like, you know, who was really supposed to be it, but we know it wasn't the person that, you know, the God. God, you mean? God. It wasn't God. It wasn't that, that guy. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. But we do talk oh, about that a lot because it's sometimes it can be so disjunctive sometimes where you can just yeah. tell that it's like it got paw prints all over it. You know, just <laughs> mm-hmm. not to not that the Jews are dirty animals or anything like that. <laughs> um, well, I, those I would, fucking <laughs> stinky feet they got. Sure. <laughs> um, also, just a fun note. This is something I've been kind of just keeping track of my head because there's a lot of um, names in the Bible, and there's obviously a lot of people who are. Uh, named after people in the Bible. I'm pretty sure all three of you were. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no one usually gets uh, named Aholiab or Ahisamak. Um, and I'm like, that's a fucking shame. Those are good names. Ahisamak. I, I, I wish that like Ahisamak had the same kind of standing as like a, a Joseph. 
what would be short? What would people go nice. by? Oh, you don't you'd go by that Mac. Game. Yeah, you do though. <laughs> I mean, people would Mac. He's a uh, he's. You can call him Chet. Who cares? Whatever they want to be called. <laughs> it's actually uh, his full name is Ahisama Hanks. Ahisama Hanks. Ahisama Summer. <laughs> Ahisama Boy Summer. Oh, I feel like there's a oh the thing I was gonna add in there was that I thought seems like they're trying to get at a little bit of like both sidesiness with all this, where it's sort of like God loses his temper, Moses loses his temper, the Jews kind of lose their thing. Like everyone's a little sinful. Everyone's in disarray. Everyone's yeah. a little it's bit a hard sinful. Time the only everyone. thing that's consistent in all of these things is that a lot of people are going to be killed. Great. A lot of people are going to be killed and no one is thinking straight. Yeah. No one is in a good, like, no one is in a good place, but they're all acting. Well, see, I see that's true. They're like all, sort they're of all like reacting. fake nuance almost, where it's sort of like they're not all on an equal playing field exactly. Like, God could just kill people and make people do things whenever they want. And Jews are just kind of like, are just normal humans. And Moses is kind of this intermediary. And I feel like it's not quite like, Ah oh, well, the Jews messed up a little bit. God messed up a little bit. A couple of people had to die, but you know we kind of worked it out. It feels a little like, <laughs> yeah, God's mistake at the factory is like very different than yeah. like me fucking up the forklift. Yeah, you know, yes. if God fucks something up in the heat of the moment, sure, his bad day seems a hit, or her or their bad day seems uh like way more consequential than me just having a rough patch like if god's getting if god's losing god's temper at the jews for not being able to control themselves that feels like a bit of a hypocritical point right where it's like i'm gonna fucking beat the brakes off of you for being so you know out of line it's like aren't you a little out of line yeah (laughs) well it's also like if you hey you're so fucking powerful make me in line (laughs) yeah make them not do that Make it so that when they go to take the gold out of their earrings, like, their arm, like, starts to do a little dance, and they can't. Yeah, don't let the gold smelt. Like, force Don't let fields. a golden calf look so fucking cool. Why'd you create <laughs> eyeballs that see a golden calf, and they're like, hell yeah, that's what I want to be. Why did you let the person who built the calf be so good at it? What if they right. just had, like, a, 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 a guy who'd never done it before make it, and it looked like some sort of weird octopus, and everyone was like, that's not a fucking <laughs> How do we Oh, like that fish that just washed up, the football fish? What? Did you guys see the picture of that? <laughs> what? What? Oh, you should really. I mean, Share honestly, screen. I hate to be. Share football screen. fish. Football fish. <laughs> hey, football fish. Remember? Um, no, it's okay. okay. We're gonna need to give Josh some uh, host access okay. so we could share the screen. Um, I need to see the football, the football fish. fish. Football it's fish. It's really fucked up looking. You guys Is are it just a ship, be- a fish that looks like Hey Arnold? I was just going to say, move it, football fish. <laughs> like, Helga. All right, are you guys ready head. to see the fish? <laughs> yes. Aren't, do you need access? Fish. Uh, yes, I do. Okay, remove host access. To describe it to our listeners, it looks like like a normal big scary fish. That was oh, dipped in oil um, and has like a giant scary <laughs> claw gone. coming Keep out listening. of its forehead. <laughs> oh, my God. I. But anyway, that just watched up on a beach recently. So if God wanted the Jews what? to not party as hard with a false idol, the false idol should have looked like that. 
what beach? Uh, in, <laughs> um, in like Santa Cruz, I think. Yeah, I'll never be back. <laughs> oh, oh, just kidding. Um, Crystal Cove, California. Thank good riddance. So long, Crystal Cove. <laughs> You're like that's crazy. It was actually uh, this thing was in Brooklyn taking seen taking the the L train. Um, <laughs> yeah, watch it's out. Fucking coming down Nostrand Ave. Just south of Newport Beach, so never go there. Yeah, I'm out. Sharks, I'm out. Wait, but that, okay, so you were saying maybe the calf looked like that? Uh, my take no, was, I'm yeah, saying maybe like it if like... it should have looked like that if they wanted people not to worship it so hard. But then you get the people right. like me who would like, oh, the calf isn't doing it for me, but mm. weird fucking I want the big teethy stuff. monster thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think maybe we could do sacrifices in front of it and throw the meat in the mouth? That would be really That's fun. why God doesn't allow idols. It's a slippery slope. Like, sure, a calf seems harmless, but then you just get carried away and you're worshiping a little satanic football fish well i was gonna say i feel like if i was the banksy of the the biblical times i would be like i'm gonna make another golden calf like that's Mm -hmm. the only the most the world's most dangerous statue and i'm gonna make it yeah i'd i'd make a i'd spray paint a golden calf on the side of mount sinai (laughs) and just have some words there that are like is this a threat (laughs) (laughs) nothing gold can stay (laughs) are you scared (laughs) I'll make yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Um, there should have been a Banksy. Honestly, I would have been the guy who, even if it didn't look like a calf, I would have just been so impressed. I would have been like, wow, you made this. I'm so <laughs> I wish I worked with, you know, I wish I could. This looks sculpt. incredible. I wish I could put it up on my fridge. This is so impressive. Have you ever done this before? What if it, what if it just looked like when a kid tries to draw a cow and it's just like kind of a square with a face? Yeah, for what? What year was it? Like, wouldn't you? If someone made that and handed you that out of gold, you would. Would you not like shit yourself? You'd be like, "What? How'd you do that?" I don't know. They are coming from Egypt. They were pretty good at making statues of stuff. I think that'd be yeah. But they're in the desert. They. It's forty years ago. Maybe they were like going (laughs) insane with hunger and just like missing eating cows. And what if? Do you think they were eating cows in Egypt? Yeah. Sloppy Jonite. Yeah. Why not? Maybe. Well, I guess they were slaves, so they're probably not eating the fat of the land, you know. That's true. They're just like eating right. old, gristly, grimy, grimy guts. Cheese, old cheese. Green. Yeah, well, thank you for football fish, though. I'm yeah, no problem. More up into I'm really, that story. I'm really happy I could introduce that fucking nightmare into yeah. my life. Oh, I think yeah, he's... hardcore. No, thank you for football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's cute. I'm, I'm the name is like so uh, like. Kind of everyday, kind of Charlie Brownish for how fucking yeah, yeah. It's too nice, scary. It looks yeah. It. I was not anticipating that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, sorry, I should have should have should have briefed you guys a little bit. No, I'm glad I saw it, and the world can now hear how scared it was <laughs> to me. Uh, so there's something interesting. I thought that um, uh, is kind of funny and also very telling, which is when Moses comes down. And goes to Aaron and is like, yo, what the fuck is happening? And Aaron is just like, I don't know if they asked me for all the gold. And the next thing I know, there's a fucking cow. Like, I don't know what fucking happened. And then Moses is kind of like, you're supposed to not do this. And Aaron is just like, you know how people are. They're all indisposed to evil. Yeah. Um, which I thought is like, oh, that's a fun. That's a it's not that rare, but it is always striking when the uh, the Bible sort of. Uh, 
states its ideas about the universe that clearly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of getting back to like hitting back on some classics from Genesis where it's just sort of like everyone's evil all the time and occasionally you just got to kill most of them. Just kind of prune the hedges <laughs> a little bit. There's actually a lot of um, kind of parallels to the very first bit of Genesis because I also no- noticed that in the segment with the cool uh, the cool names, God is telling Moses about how he's already chosen who these people are and they're going to have very specific jobs kind yeah. of like caste system and he's right. like this guy is going to be the like uh artisan woodworker and this guy is going to be in charge of all the like scholarly stuff and it really is that same kind of vibe as very in the beginning of the the book where he's like god made the fucking weaver tribe people and they they were fine with that so it they they this chapter is in a weird way it's kind of like a um uh, it's like a flashback. What do they call those episodes where it's all just stock footage and stuff you've oh, already seen? Oh, clip show? Clip show. Total uh-huh. clip show. Clip yeah. show. But they're like changing the sketches and stuff just a tiny bit. So yeah. It's new. But at the end of all of these bits, it's all the same. People get killed for arbitrary reasons. I mean, okay. As much as... I'm not going to take... I'm not going to take a stance against the calf, really, but it's like... What are you guys fucking doing? Like, that was so dumb of them. That was pretty dumb. So dumb. Well, especially because, like, the 40 It's, like, days, the main thing they're not supposed to do. Well, in a couple uh, portions before this, it talks about how God is kind of, like, up on the mountain and, you know, delivering some of the big rules, and they're just, like, so terrified. It's, like, this crazy God mountain and, like, voices booming out of the clouds and lightning and fire, and they're, like, cowering on the ground, and then it'd be like, well, you know, if we do the opposite of what we're supposed to do, probably nothing will happen. Or maybe that's just it. They were so terrified they didn't fucking process any of the information they heard. Right. True. I, they were like a push me to the yeah. edge, all my friends are dead kind of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sort of like Wait, okay, can we talk about the fact that there's a weird little moment when after they build the calf, Aaron it's so funny that Aaron is like, Tomorrow we're gonna do a festival for Adonai. Like like <laughs> I don't know, just to, for him to like try to play it both ways, I love. Yeah. Why? Why did he do that? To use your analogy, he's almost like a manager who's sympathetic to the union cause. Where he's, you know what I mean? Where he's like, I don't disagree with you, but uh, maybe we could go back to work tomorrow. You guys don't have to. (laughs) I don't know. I think also it might just be that, uh, like, for this whole time, Aaron has kind of just been, like, Moses whispers in his ear and then Aaron says something. So he, like, wasn't really prepared to, like, oh, I have to make decisions now. Like I mm-hmm. usually am just the one who like says the stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm the I'm the mega I'm the megaphone. He's more of a the other dude speaking. Than a quote quote retweet yeah. kind of guy. So Yeah. There's too much put on Aaron in this position from first just being a, a speaker and now having to like make decisions and take charge. like you made a decision. Be proud of like he made a decision. I think that's something to applaud. It's really cool when your like sibling does something, takes action, is decisive. Why not give him the kudos for that instead of getting mad? Like it's the wrong decision. It's like you know how hard it is to finally fucking choose something. And it was like a ch- like we said, it was a chill thing to do. They the were whole having time. fun. Yeah, it got a little out of control, but like he had it. He had it covered. They're good kids. I mean, yeah. That was, that's kind of what I read that, that part about on 
that's how I read that part is he's like, okay, yeah, we'll do this little thing and like, we'll, we'll have some fun. But like Moses is going to be back in a couple days. So we should probably like, you know, clean up, get our act but I together feel like by it's, then. I, I mean, as much as I want to be sympathetic, he does like, he isn't just like, oh, we're just going to have a party. It's like, these are a different set of gods than the main one we've been talking about. And like he says, these are your gods who brought you out of Egypt. Like, it's just sort of like, seems kind of brazen. Like, I just kind of well, don't. Definitely brazen. I'm not like, I guess I'm not criticizing him. I'm more saying I don't understand the motivation. Like what was going through his head? There's a little bit of evidence that he doesn't really, um, he's not like, he's not what we wish he was, which was, we wish he was just kind of like, yeah, everyone wanted to have a good time. So I said, let's have a good time. What's the harm in that? As soon as Moses comes down, he's just like, hey, Aaron, he goes, I didn't fucking do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that rules. I think that's such a cool that's such a cool position to like it's just do it the shaggy just defense be like nah not me dude what the shaggy defense what cap what orgy oh you mean oh, that shit. over there oh shit that fucking looks oh shit how have I been missing that <laughs> yeah I would have and he sort of tries to dumb. blame Moses which is funny he's like well they didn't know where you were <laughs> gaslighting what happened at six o'clock yeah I love it. I love it. He's gaslighting. He's living life to the fullest. He is gaslighting Moses. He's like, no, this is God. This has been God the whole time. This, (laughs) this shiny Remember you said if you weren't back by tomorrow, it was a different set of gods (laughs) and you weren't going to kill anyone? It's like how if the teacher doesn't show up by 15 minutes into class, you're allowed to leave. Oh my God, that fake rule. I love that rule. Oh man. It's it's in the, that's in the, um, it's in the Bill of Rights. Imagine the fucking chutzpah took for the originator of that rule to just say it because because there was one person who it was they didn't hear it from someone else right they were just like yo i'm about to change the world yeah i wonder if they knew they were making history they were making history by giving a bunch of kids the expectation that they could just leave class and then when they tried to leave someone be like where are you going Uh (laughs) Um, 50 minute rule and then they're like yeah no that's not a thing i used to just leave class because i was bored but that was that's like a different sort of thing happening Mm -hmm. that's ioni's rules that's i would just not go the main thing i used to get in trouble for in high school though was leaving to use the bathroom without permission because i thought it was dumb (laughs) that you would ever have to ask anyone in your entire life whether you could take a shit that's I I, i wish i had come to that awareness earlier in my life i was really in the thrall of big big bathroom for a long time it's funny because that's true but it also sounds like the origin story for how somebody becomes a libertarian (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was just one of those things at a young age like i think i don't know when i realized it but after i realized it i was like oh no this like now it's kind of once you see something you know that your life is never the same after that yeah we had it in my elementary school it wasn't just that like you had to ask permission but if you went during class, you had to make up for that time by staying in from recess. What? Yeah, you had to sign your name and then, but it wasn't like you were doing that more class. Sucks. You were just being punished. <laughs> you were just being punished for pooping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody poops, parentheses, but that doesn't mean it's okay. <laughs> well, because that was the thing I used to do is I used to go to the bathroom to and poop? then I would take... Well, I would, like, go to the bathroom, take a piss, and then I would take, like, 15 minutes to come back. Uh, um, uh-huh. And they would always just be like, where have you, you been? You know, it's because of people like you. We had to, people like me had to stay in at recess. Because you, you lingerers. 
Uh, I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I also won't stop. <laughs> School sucks and going to the bathroom rules. What else can we say? Um, can yeah. we get back to the holy book of Moses? Sure. I, I want to talk this about is more the. <laughs> I mean, probably, <laughs> but I want to talk about the weird kind of very abstract punishment that God ends up giving the Israelites for their transgression. Cause obviously there's the killing them, but then he also does this thing where he's like, I'm still giving you the promised land, but I'm not going to like be your little guide to go there. You just have to go there by yourselves. Wow. You know? Yeah. I kind of know what you're saying. It actually has to do with, um, I, so I'm a little conflicted because I got what I wanted. Basically, I tried to do a little bit of alien research for this one, and it turns out there's a bunch oh, on yeah. this. For uh, Ben, Ioni sometimes ties in like ancient alien stuff. Okay, um, got it. Good. Makes sense. So, now. but I, I, I received I received what I wanted, which was a plethora of of information and theories about what that this could mean about ancient aliens in the Bible. The problem is, it's all so fucking boring and not sparse. So. That people like the people basically just to give you a, a quick sum, um, the is that that passage is basically the alien gods being like, We gotta go dip to the gas station for a couple minutes, get there on your own, please, and we'll meet up with you later. Um, because basically, what they do is they turn Moses into like an alter his DNA, and that's why he comes back all shiny. It's real fucking dumb. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's if you want an explanation of that, some fucking okay. nerd thought of, uh, you know, some stupid bullshit like that to make this stupid bullshit make less sense. I love it. <laughs> ah, there you go, alien. Cult. So yeah, it's it's so God says like I'm still gonna give you the promised land, but I like I'm not gonna lead you there. But don't worry, I will still drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites. Um. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it kind of reinforces the idea that this, like, this chapter was just in service of, like, the project of kicking everyone out of their land and killing them. They're like, they be, they're like, we have to do that because if we don't do it, everyone will get too tempted by idols and by idol-worshipping women. They, like, specifically, that's, like, another weird theme if I may, in this book, is they keep saying, like, you will be tempted. You may. Go off. Thank you. You'll, you're going to be tempted by these, like, idol-worshipping women. It just has, <laughs> I don't know. It's like they might as well have just put a rule in here that said, like, no shicks of bimbos. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. Wow. I um, I could imagine that the idol-worshipping women are, are very attractive. Um Yeah. Especially if they, like, do dances for their gods who are standing there, basically. There's, like, a lot more interaction than, like... Anyone who dances is automatically hotter. Yeah. Like, they don't really say too much about dancing for God. God is kind of like a stand-at-attention-and-speak-when-spoken-to kind of deal. I was going to say, they probably just also have a, are a bit more just, like, of a good hang, in the sense. I don't know. It seems like they've got, got a lot of rules with the penalty of death, which just does not make for a very good... Good it's not good party out. talk. Um, so it's a vibe killer. A for funny sure. thing is, so I, I accidentally read the part of a later book of Torah that's like them remembering this story, and there's kind of an interesting mm -hmm. passage in there that I didn't see in here, where it's, where it's sort of like, well, like it's important to remember that 
God didn't give the Jews the land of Israel because they were so good. You know, remember, they were terrible. They didn't even listen to the rules. But, like, God gave it to them anyway, which I feel like was, like, <laughs> supposed to make it sound like, oh, isn't God so great? But it really is more like, and even the Jews don't deserve to be there. So, like, damn. Know, which I just has a funny resonance now. With damn, I mean, it's people. in the book. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it, but God said it. I also think it's very fun that... um there's this passage where Moses is basically like they kind of come to a new contract with God after, you know, the genocide and all that, where he basically goes like God is merciful. God could have committed the genocide on us, but he didn't. He had me do it instead. And we should all be like very grateful that there's so much compassion. And just as a quick reminder, if you fuck up, like God will rain terror down through the generations on your family. <laughs> yeah. And that's all in one breath. Yeah. <laughs> It's a hell of a um, disclaimer. Yeah. It sucks. Also, it's very interesting, too, that we, we are uh, more and more now you start hearing talk about generations and, like, things that are not just in the immediate present. Um, and I think that largely has to do with the fact that the vast majority of the contents on those tablets is about how they're going to uh, s- slaughter people in a land that they're not at yet. Um and also about not cooking uh, b- babies in their mother's milk, whatever that fucking means. Right. Yeah, it also lays the foundation pretty directly for, um, like, religious intolerance, basically, where it's just, like, not only should you not follow their religion, it talks about just, like, you should destroy their altars and shatter their monuments and cut down their sacred trees. Yeah, it's um, unfortunately very pertinent, Um you know, yeah, you yeah. know, this will come out in a couple of weeks, so who knows if that'll all still be going on. But yeah, I, I you know, like I was thinking be. like, I was like, wow, how do we square this with the like, oh, you know, remember the stranger for you were a stranger in the land of Egypt? But it's kind of like even that lesson, which is like such a classic, like of like a nice liberal version of Judaism about welcoming and refugees or this and that. It's kind of like presuming that you're the one who automatically owns the land. Totally. It's like they're coming into your house, but like you should be nice to them still. It's not like we're all in the same house. Well, I mean, I think the thing that this portion makes clear, which is uh, and it's it's this is not in any way like a a defense. And I don't think it'll sound like one, but it really kind of spells out that the problem with other people is not that the is not the other people. It's their culture. Mm -hmm. Um which is kind of in a, in a lot of ways worse because it's not even that like, oh, we don't trust other people because we do our thing. It's no, the fact that there's people doing anything other than us is the core root of the problem. Right. And if there's too much mixing, then like you'll just inevitably do their thing. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I say that that even seems a little worse is there's not even like a, a self-preservation aspect in it necessarily. It is largely just there are other cultures I give you godly permission, not not even permission. I command you to erase them. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know. I mean, this might be a controversial take, but not very good. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, clearly not good. a horrible a horrible lesson. And something that just struck my mind is the fact that like all of us kind of, or at least the three of us, all grew up in like kind of more liberal jewish institutions and so the way they found around the horrible lesson of this is to be like what if today's idols are cell phones (laughs) yeah or in sync (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. 
it's a uh, this was part of what got me so far away from the world but like the or this world but it's just like the the way that fear runs rampant like god is such a scary sad uh dickhead lack of confidence person yeah prestige tv anti-hero ass god yeah sucks it's like and we don't need walter white as a creator (laughs) yeah yeah right like if your religion is so good and correct like you shouldn't need to threaten people to stay in it Right. Should be self-evident. Yeah, you, your leaders shouldn't really be knocking on your door, being like, remember when you said I was wrong about this 12 years ago? Well, <laughs> fuck you, now I'm in charge. And then punching you in the yeah, face. God like, definitely name searches. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, God is just so weird and confusing in this chapter and, like, won't share his how he's actually feeling. He's, like, not... I don't know. The idea of him being a jealous God is, like... it's it's. I mean, it's it's repeated in here, but it's also very, like... He really is just like a jealous, needy little god. It's also a little baby god. There's kind of a whole like, I feel like this makes the religion kind of an elite one too. It's like God is like, God's like not in an ivory tower, but just sort of on a literal mountaintop. And there's like one person who can go up and interpret that and then bring it back down. And like there are all these formalities in between like normies and the the truth of the religion. I don't know. I think that's kind of like a, I guess just another reason that there's just these sort of like, or like these stratifications in the religion are being built in, in stuff like this. Well, yeah, because I think, I think there's, there's a few things to say about that. Number one, I think that's what happens. Even if you're speaking in a metaphor, like all, let's just say all benefited out given to whoever thought of all this bullshit, like, just trying to create an uh, an allegory or a metaphor for like how people can understand the world. When you make the center of that a single entity, it's kind of naturally gonna fall into these stratifications. Because if there's one like entity that's all seeing, all powerful, all knowing, and they have to talk to one chosen person, and then that chosen person has their closest advisors or whatever, it's going to naturally structure into these things that don't really let in anyone who's at the bottom of that. And actually, yeah, and if everyone had a real relationship with God in these stories, like it would be kind of a narrative problem. Like if literally everyone was having like these revelations to them, like, Mm -hmm. you know, what if they all were getting different things to them or like, you know, what if some people were getting it and some people weren't getting it, but said they were anyway, because most other people were, and you kind of just like all of a sudden have like, who has the authority? But if it's just a chosen line of like a couple guys and their kids and their kids' kids, that makes it a lot more streamlined. Well, because if everyone was talking to God, the whole Egypt story would be like, do you guys want to leave? Yes. When? How about now? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, right. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a poll. (laughs) No, no direct no. democracy in in Godland, and I think Sad because of that, you see, like they talk a little bit about this thing called the tent of meeting, which is like the super special like tent thingy, and how they say that basically now because they fucked up with the golden calf or whatever, that all has to happen outside because all the Israelites are evil and don't understand how cool God is, and like that's just part of it. That's that whole single entity structure happening right there, which is like we not now you now you don't even get to see in. Okay, and yeah. now you get punished for fucking smelling the frankincense. 
And like, you want to bake fucking cinnamon cookies for your grandma because she's coming over? Well, that shit's holy. You're not allowed to. I wish that was an expression we had now for like getting a little too close to doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. Like, "Mm, you're smelling (laughs) the frankincense. Like, can you smell it? You better back off. I guess the last part of this chapter to really cover is is glowing Moses. Oh yeah, uh, you mean alien Moses? Alien Moses? Oh, you mean he's the an alien, first isn't he? Alien human hybrid to occur in history as part of the word of His Holiness God Himself. Do you mean that Moses? Yeah, I mean that Moses. <laughs> I didn't think it was that Moses. <laughs> Speak on it, Ayani. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I mean, unless yeah, Go you, off. you just really unless you really. I mean, some people say that. Um, Basically, God went, or not God, uh, whoever that fucking loser, Moses, goes up to the mountain. He gets abducted by aliens. Um, Aliens take him around this whole thing, give him these, frankly, very unenlightened rules, which is kind of surprising for, you know, an intergalactic species. You would imagine that they have kind of more, I don't know, sophisticated ideas than rest on Saturday or die, but... (laughs) Whatever. Um, yeah, right. The whole universe's wisdom is now in you. Take a break. But, um, <laughs> right. Just chill for one day, because I did. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest rules are rest and no stinky feet. But basically, they say they took him around, and then they said, hey, we're not going to be able to be here forever, but we need to leave you with the ability to basically do what we can. So This they is the like, aliens. This is the aliens, yeah. The aliens playing okay. as God. So they either alter his DNA for the really nerdy version or for the more uh, salacious version. They all fuck. And then basically he gets reborn as uh, as this new glowing person. And they're like, see, glowing people, your fucking species will love that shit. Now go down there. Um, and they don't talk about the fact that he has to write the tablets. You know what else has a bit of a glow to it? What? The, uh, mechanical crane arm on the football fish. It's like a little lure. (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) Thought you were saying someone who's pregnant or something. I I don't know what a pregnant football fish looks like, so. I don't want to. (laughs) Don't make more of them. Oh, they lay eggs, I'm sure. They're fish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, fish don't get pregnant. Charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> there's my there's my most valuable contribution today. Fish lay eggs. Yep. Sometimes they're delicious. Don't eat caviar. It's not worth it. So okay, God making Moses glow was that just him kind of saying like, "Hey, just a reminder that I'm loco." So <laughs> there's, there's no telling what I can do to you. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you don't believe the evidence that we have of the aliens, then yeah, you could say that. I feel like there's a little element of like the chosen one factor as well. It's like Moses is kind of the only one who didn't stray. And I was actually pretty struck. I hadn't realized how much of like a kind of Jesus like thing he has going on. He just suffers there on the mountain and doesn't eat and doesn't drink. And that felt a bit like he was suffering for everybody else's sins. It's all the same shit. I don't know. I would say this. If my boy was glowing, I'd be worried about him. I wouldn't be like, oh, you've been touched by God. I'd... Yeah, that's uh, that's concerning. You weren't glowing yesterday. What's the closest thing we have to a doctor right now? Like, where's Steve? I feel like if <laughs> anything, want, it might even Steve be more concerning. You'd be like, oh, so like the devil monster touched you. 
Yeah. You know, it's like they've never seen anything glow. Yeah, it's kind of funny how they the the the, um the book kind of assumes that any of these supernatural things happening are going to be like taken as a positive. Um, Yeah, it's like oh he's uh, this bush was burning, and it's like that seems bad. Yeah. yeah, or oh, then, yeah, then like, it gives and then it gives Moses leprosy, and he's like, "See, I can do anything." Right. <laughs> I feel like yeah, the real reaction might be like those prank shows where they're like, you know, they make a cab driver put on like a scary demon mask, and like three out of five people just get in the cab and are like, "Whoop!" Doop, and then just like immediately walk away without even trying to. <laughs> they're not like, I wonder no what's fuss. going on here. They're so like, this, is, this uh-uh. chapter is like Moses, Moses on impractical jokers. Yeah, yeah Moses on crank yankers. Moses is Sal. <laughs> uh, they're always making Sal do such crazy stuff. They're all. I I I think that's the only one who's. They're impractical jokers. Um, I've never seen that show, but it seems fun. It's bad. One of them's definitely named Sal. They put an earpiece in somebody and then have them go into a busy like place, and then there's like a split screen of the guy in the like town square and then them in their little room being like, okay, uh, spit in that girl's ice cream. And then right. <laughs> go to Auntie Anne's, ask them for a hamburger. Ha ha ha. Wow. Ah, oh, and here we are trying to, trying to read the Bible. You could just be getting an earpiece and telling people to say funny stuff on the fucking town square. Funny stuff rules. Funny stuff rules. God is in, an insecure loser. Um, Absolutely sucks. I feel like honestly, like doing this makes me seem like the evangelical Christian God seems like more nice because I feel like that one is more just like God has a relationship with you and like wants you to do great and you'll talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He wants you to do great. He definitely feels a little differently about anyone else. Yeah. I feel like none of this is like God has a plan for you and it's all going to work out. It's like. Right, there's Don't no relationship <laughs> building. There's no relationship building here. There's no, there's none of that. There's just like the very draconian, yeah. I'm watching you, yeah. bitch, yeah. and you act up, guess what? Your generations will suffer. If you want to play, you got to pay. It's very much instead of like God has a plan for you, it's just God has a plan and hope that you're along for it. Yeah. God, <laughs> God, God is Elizabeth Warren. He, he has a plan. He has a plan for that. Plan for that. I don't know. It just makes me nervous about like driving. I'm like driving to Vermont or something and I see like a farm on the side of the road and I look over and I'm like, oh, those are cute cows, babe, or something like that. And it's like, I can't even oh. tell my girlfriend about cows now. This <laughs> guy's going to freak out. <laughs> Are you looking at the fucking cows? So, yeah, I didn't want I didn't, I didn't want even... them to be my god. I just thought they were cool. <laughs> right. Oh, another thing I had down is that apparently, I guess, I would imagine this is correlated because God Moses smashes the tablets and then um like fast for forty days and forty nights. And apparently, if you drop the Torah, you're supposed to fast for forty days mm-hmm. and forty nights, and it's very bad. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of waxing. My up. uncle. Oh no! Oh, almost no. did it at my bar mitzvah. He almost dropped or he almost fasted. He was the gabi at my bar mitzvah. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it went to, or no, the hogba. Had a little wobble? the gabi. He was the hogba. He started picking it up because my bar mitzvah was, like, towards the end of a scroll. Oh, uh, it's a lopsided. So, very, <laughs> so none, of, none of the weight in the right, where he needed it on his body, nearly dropped the whole thing. The whole kiddish people were like, that could have been bad to him. It was also, if it's all on one side, then you drop it, it probably like unrolls. 
Oh, like, there's so much <laughs> bad shit. I mean, like, yeah, forget, like, the fake rule about fasting. You've also just, like, destroyed thousands of dollars worth yeah, of... Yeah, something very... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I actually kind of... I get that rule, not from a spiritual standpoint, but, like, it's goat skin and fucking, like, handwritten stuff with usually right. tassels. it's a good rule to try and, like, protect your property. Yeah, to, like, yeah. That was, like, maybe a writer's around. room rule by a scribe who was, like... You need to really crank up the punishment if someone is gonna. But also, it's so insane to like make a child like thir- to make a thirteen-year-old carry the Torah, this heavy-ass thing, and be like, "Oh, by the way, if you drop it, it's like very bad, and everyone will gasp at once." And <laughs> I kind of want to yeah. see it once in my life. Oh, I'm, after this is done, let's go on YouTube and search um, Bar Mitzvah Boy Drops Torah. Torah because, come on, Torah how many fails. <laughs> Torah fails? Hogba fails. <laughs> Wait, is the Hogba the thing where you pick it up over your head to show everyone that it was the real Torah and not like Hogba the comic and book? Galila is the one who dresses it, I believe, but maybe I'm making that up, but I think it's Hogba and Galila. <laughs> a, someone, a match made in heaven. Well, you're certified. Someone so. right into the pod. I believe it's Dharma and Greg, actually. But <laughs> it's the Dharma and the Greg <laughs> of the bar mitzvah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every relationship is 50 50. Is that the catchphrase for that show? I'm a Hogba and you're a Galila. <laughs> um. I feel like if I was really like an end times, the two genders. Thing. Sorry. Oh no, no, nothing. I was gonna say something that wasn't even that good. So I'm just gonna go. Inside of you are two wolves. Uh, okay. One is I'm a hog, but one is a gorilla. <laughs> one is a gorilla. Josh, go. Oh Sorry. no, no, no! I don't even. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll definitely we'll get back to you, listener, about if we find any good uh, Torah fails. Listener. How many? How many people film their bar mitzvahs or something? I guess it would just be a matter of somebody. I'm sure it's out there. That's Here's, all I'm going to okay, say. I'm going to put out the it. first smite me sweepstakes. If someone sends in a video where they can prove that at their bar mitzvah, someone dropped the Torah, I will give you $5. Word. And he's allowed, he's allowed to give you that much. Mm-hmm. That's what he gets out of the cut. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah, if someone, I just need proof. I need a long form birth certificate and I need the video. I would I would love to I would love to just see like it doesn't even have to be the the Torah dropping like just just bar mitzvah bloopers if it happened yeah, at yours like let me fucking see it come on oh, God. like when your non-Jewish uncle said something a little bit off kilter <laughs> oh yeah a lot of dry swallows of 13 year old boys forgetting their trope or something. yeah oh Ben you missed it but we uh we aired some video from uh from my bar mitzvah in a previous episode, uh, and you really hear me lay into the word Caucasians when I'm talking about Martin Luther King. <laughs> it so yeah, fun. it's him uh, comparing Martin Luther King to Moses. It's pretty pretty choice. Yeah. Wow. Advanced stuff. Very. It was on MLK Day, so. I love yeah. it. One of my nephews, uh, a Monday bar mitzvah? MLK oh, it was, the, it was that weekend. That weekend. Got it. Okay. MLK Day always on uh, Monday? Yeah. I believe so. Um, but yeah, my nephew's speech was all about how we're destroying the planet. I was very proud of him. Oh, that's good. That's cool. That's, that's nice. a lot more interesting. What I had to say, I was like, leaders are good and violence is bad. Thank you so much. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, I was thinking about that, Josh, and how like 
those are decent politics for a 13-year-old. It's just the fact that so many people grow up or, quote, grow up and become adults and their politics are still like, mm-hmm. it's good to be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, the idea as the uh, of like niceness and politeness and comfortability essentially as the panacea for societal woes. Um, yeah, I would argue that that's not actually like an adult an adult's idea of how politics works or society works, but it is the idea that's most prevalent amongst people. So yeah, <laughs> so fucking what do I know? All right, do we more than me. <laughs> Do we want to cut this one? Do we want to keep this one? Should this stay in the in the in the Bible? I think it should. Yeah, I, think I, I say keep it too. Just cause keep it. In this- keep it. I dare you. I dare you to keep it. <laughs> no, because honestly, I'm grading on a curve here, and for me, what you know, why this one gets to stay? Because a lot of things happen. That's True. where we're at with this. If, if the action, if a lot of things happen, then you're good. It doesn't matter what they are. You know? No, there's a lot of action. Yeah. And you know what? The things that do happen, I do think it's pretty chill to be like, hey, this happened and you could do it too. It's like a small little story of revolution. And I I think more people should – I think this should be the first – they should put this one first and then do – First, there was darkness, and God said, let there be light. Oh, like, like an in-media rest, like Whoa. a Quentin Tarantino uh-huh, movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, Like a cold open <laughs> kind of a thing where you come back to it. You just open, and everyone's worshiping a cow, and you're like, how are we going to get here? Everyone's worshiping a cow and then is immediately forced to drink the smelted <laughs> molten cow. Yeah, that's gold. fucking metal as hell. Yeah, that's me. But, you know. And then you see... Okay, well, oh, wow, this started with darkness. Holy shit, I gotta fucking buckle up. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then by the time that it's like a chapter where it's just like 40 names or whatever saying like, and then David had Jacob and Jacob had Sammy but or There'd whatever. be like foreboding <laughs> though, because you're like, aren't there gonna right, be... Right, but you're like, when do they get this fucking drinking gold yeah. thing? I want to see honestly, that. That's honestly, I feel like... That's a good, that's probably the best Torah edit we've had. No one's proposed such a radical uh, reordering, but I feel like that would really, really juice things up a little bit. Yeah, front load this thing, baby. This is the most, like, yeah, yeah, it's the most visually striking chapter, possibly. Also, add blue meth into it. That could be (laughs) cool, too. I think I would also keep it, too, for a very, for similar reasons. And then also, I think what I really like about it in terms of keeping it in terms of what you could kind of send a message about is it is very fun that overall the main catalyst for everything in this story is right after this authority entity says these are the rules and then goes silent for a second all the people are just suddenly like but what about this thing and everyone's like well that seems fun and they all do that and that's fucking awesome which is but yeah, the the minute that uh, that the, the the authority or the singular figure or whatever turns their gaze somewhere else and whatever, yeah, people start fucking doing those stupid fucking rules because that's how we are. We are yeah. We're not supposed to fucking be held in fucking weird fucking societies like that. It's not how it should. Teachers to work. aren't supposed to say when you can and can't use Teacher the bathroom. Are! <laughs> it's true. Um, you it's can true. shit whenever you want. 
Well, I am. Um, I know. honestly like normally. Put your I'm butt not, on like, a even if you just want to piss, you should be allowed to piss whenever you want. Yeah, and you should be allowed to sit down too. Continue, Josh. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say normally, like I'm not the kind of guy who like sees a meme and is like, "Wow, it really makes you think." But um, I saw one that really kind of cut pretty deep the other day, where it was some it was like a person and a baboon, and the person was like, "Wow, look at these animals," and then the animal just said, "Don't you have to pay to drink water?" And it's like. Damn. I don't know, and I feel like this is this is analogous Fucking to that, where there's baboon. like the things people want and need to do, and then there are the rules we set up, and they're just like not not aligned with each other. Yeah, sometimes I think it's baboons who hold the mirror up to society. I, I, I'm always saying this, and yet no one, <laughs> no one until you guys would take it seriously. Baboon Banksy. That's the that's the phrase that's stuck in my mind right now that I felt the need to share. <laughs> what if ba- what if Banksy's a baboon? Which ones are baboons? Uh, the ones with the funny red butts, and they're kind of... <laughs> they are funny. I could turn on screen mm-hmm. share again, but, you know, we all saw how that went. I don't trust it. It's going to be a yeah, no, I've lost yeah, no, it's, it's going to be like a baboon with a red butt, but then the red butt is, like, unhinging its jaw, and it's going to eat you. <laughs> That's a baboon. <laughs> That's a baboon. Okay, I know those, yeah. Here. They do have funny red butts. And, like, perms. So did we all say keep it, cut it? Yeah, I guess we're all we got that. We're all keeping it. We got keep the, it, but push it up. Push it up. Push it up. That's a very like studio note. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you could tell I've been in a room before. Punch up, uh, punch up the opener. I'm just trying to prove that I can be in a room. The third director who's gonna fucking save this franchise. Yeah. Okay, let's blue sky this whole thing. Adam, <laughs> do we like him? You're the uh, the <laughs> Taika sky. YTT of Smite Me. We really appreciate yes, yes, your yeah, fresh yeah. perspective. Wait, Blue Sky, <laughs> that's so funny. It's not real, right? Yeah, Blue Sky, that's like when you just, you're like, <laughs> when you go I think it's just when you're like, all right, fucking uh, tabula rasa, kind of a, just, we're, we're uh, okay. Now oh, I'm just like scrapping the whole thing. <laughs> not even scrapping the whole thing, just like, what do we got? This thing can go to outer space. I don't know. I've never been in a Oh, I thought you before. were saying Blue Sky instead of Green Light. That's what was. Oh, that's what I mean, that too. Me. Let's blue sky it. That's a good. <laughs> hey, whatever gets a laugh. I don't care what. It's up to interpretation. <laughs> whatever you thought it was that was funny, fucking go with that. Should we? Should we pray? Should we do a little? No, yeah. just kidding. We don't pray. Well, as always, we, uh... you gotta bless the lads first and foremost. Yeah, we gotta bless the lads. Um, that's just the one of us want to want to start. Give it a go. I did a perfectly serviceable blessing last time, so I'm okay. literally off the fucking hook. All right, I, I'll I'll give one. I'll give the first one. Um, may we all break rules that are dumb and make it so that you can't do stuff that's cool. And may we all make an art project with our friends and then have an orgy where the art project is kind of at the center of it, but also we're just having fun because uh, the person who's always taking charge is out of town. And so we realize that we don't want that person in our friend group anymore. And so we all start worshiping idols. Amen. If your boss currently is making you work at an office and they're not back at the office yet, you should be taking all of your shits in their personal office toilet. And you should be going into their office, taking all their paper clips, melting that shit down, making a make a cow out of it, or make them drink the paper clips eventually. Oh, I'm not saying do that. No, make your you po- make your boss eat paper clips. I'm just saying say I'm, I'm following the Bible example. I'm just living godly. So, yeah, that would be yeah, a great holiday, right? Bosses drink paper clips day. <laughs> 
hey, mister, why don't that you go drink a, a paperclip? That you could do on, like, boss for a day, days. You should make, be able to, like, if in those companies where the boss switches a role with someone, you should be able to make them, like, eat shit. But make sure it's, like, the, like, you know, the real shitty ones or the people high up. I'd love, I would watch... You know, a certain person named Jeff. That's why they couldn't do um, undercover boss, but like reversed, where like an employee gets to pretend to be the CEO for a day, because the employee would be like, "All right, I'm gonna make." Right. <laughs> I'd give everyone raises. Yeah, they'd be like, "I'm gonna ab- exercise absolute power now and donate all of the money somewhere." Yeah, that's like they come in and literally first hour they're like, "We're gonna call today Pension Friday," and that's when everyone yeah. gets pensions, and you can't. Or I'm it. just gonna steal. I, I mean, listen, you should all be stealing from work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steal from work, obviously. Yeah, they steal your time. I was recently laid off, and I'll go on record to say that I am about to ship out my laptop, and that's what they want, and so don't steal from work. You should always ship your laptop out. Back to, okay. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, the laptop that I'm using is my own personal laptop. Absolutely. Gotcha. computer. I was gonna yeah. say, Josh, what were you saying? Oh, I thought something we could introduce, and this is kind of a stealing from that podcast, Last Culturistas, but I feel like we should have some Smite Me commandments, such as always steal from work. Okay, yeah, always steal from work. You know? I mean, you yeah, can we just can take them to... as they come, but I just feel like that's a good, just be stealing. Yeah, I feel like they've come up before, yeah. but yeah, yeah, let's try to... Be nice to catch is another one. Well. If you, I mean, if you need to fucking listen to the podcast to learn that one, go fuck yourself. That's but. true. Like, don't, yeah, um, one's my commandment. Don't listen to the podcast for command, you know, like to learn how to live your life, but also mm. treat cats well. No, it's a, it's a nice it, evolution. Cats, also, yeah, all cats deserve good treatment. Um, Yeah, it's cool. Now we have commandments and we have a watch list. Oh, yeah. Uh, the watch list <laughs> has been not that active recently, which I guess is. A I good mean, thing. if we wanted to update it right now, I would I would put Moses on there. Yeah. Well, Moses, you're on notice, buddy. Yeah, no, he, he shouldn't be allowed to fly. Anyways, Ben, will you give us a will you give us a, a blessing to go out on? Uh, okay, listeners, may you go forward in life happy and healthy with a revolutionary spirit and a care and concern for good vibes and being kind and. Nice. And may God bless alt comedy and alt comedians <laughs> and all comedians, but especially the funky ones, the weird ones, the creepos, the weirdos, the the zeros, <laughs> the heroes. <laughs> and um I think caps are cool and God, I hope that's cool with you, and I hope everyone gets a little calf. Beautiful. And sign up for my Patreon at the hundred dollar level, and you, I will send you a little calf. Boom, boom, boom. Consider yourself Thank blessed. Thank you, Ben. Uh, where can people find you, Ben? Okay, where can you find me? You can find me on Twitter at Ben Wasser Tweet, on Instagram at Ben Wasser Graham, and if you're listening and you're in Brooklyn. This is coming out in a couple weeks, you said, so never mind. That's not going to work. Well, maybe it'll work. It's either going to be every week or the last Thursday of the month, Babe Comedy at Friends and Lovers, 8 p.m. in Crown Heights. 
fabulous show. Used to run Side Ponytail there. This is, let's say, a spiritual successor that I'm running. Yeah, do it uh, to it, babies. Yeah. Go to that show. Brian Bahi, who's a treat. So come out. But find me online. I don't care. I don't care. Don't find, find him me. online. Find do, him it. Do, do it. Do it. Do it. You no. have to. I don't fucking care. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Commandment number two, find Ben online. Find Ben online. Okay, wait. That's pretty high up. That has to stay. Yeah. Smite me cannon. That's right. <laughs> okay. I guess I think we got three so far. Cannon. It's like be nice to cats, right. steal from work, and find Ben online. I'll be third. That's yeah. fine. But every time you recount them, I need to... Come on. And we should when we when we go over it, we should like pl- we should specifically say all of the socials. I don't know if you should plug me. <laughs> I think you should just say find Ben online. Just to find Ben online. Create a situation nice where vague. people are going on Google and typing in Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Being like Ben Franklin. I typed in Ben. And, Who is Ben? Uh, I don't know. What... How do I find Ben? I want that. Where's Ben? Search. I mean, if yeah. you if. <laughs> Oh, you know who man. can find me? Fucking John Wick. I bet you John Wick would find me in a second. Um, yeah. On, th- on that note, you know, uh, if you're feeling if you're feeling up to it, everyone should like and subscribe to the podcast. Please like start. and subscribe. Five stars, not four, not three. Five stars, and say that we're oh, really yeah. good and that you normally um, think Judaism is boring. Only say that if you're Jewish, but say like. <laughs> Say like right. I normally like I snooze through Hebrew school, but these guys made made all that fun. But if you're not Jewish, say that. Um, say nice podcast and leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't try to get too fancy with it. Because yeah, you'll, say, you'll stub nice your toes. Time. If you're not Jewish, maybe consider converting. Yeah, you know. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> we don't even no, need to we say. We always it. plug conversion, and Iani sometimes doesn't like it, but I never like it. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad vibe. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, also just thank you to to, to uh, Josh and John for uh, uh, putting out some stuff. I uh, recently got into the finals for a beat contest. When this is coming out, I'll know what the result is. I don't know what it is now, oh, yeah. but I just you know I'll put that good uh, good love and appreciation out onto the airwaves. Yeah, really sure, and no say music, Ioni. He doesn't just make podcasts. No, I've actually only started to, I've been playing music for most of my 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 entire adult life. Um, yeah. I love it. I can't wait to hear this. And now now I'm here. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's loving it. All right. Have a beautiful night everybody and may calf bless you. <laughs> Thank you. All hail calf. We love calf.